Hey man, look, it's it's your boy Straight Trey Ike, bro. We're <laughs> we're here. We not we don't need to tell y'all what just happened this past weekend, and the weekend before that, and the weekend before that, and the weekend before that. Um, unfortunately, right now, man, our Terps are down horrendous. It seems to be just a snowball. Like I don't I don't know any other way to describe it, but everything is just falling apart. The wheels are falling off. How you feeling, Ike? How you feeling? Last week it was when it rains and pours. This week it's it's a hurricane. It's a tsunami. It's whatever you want to call it. Literally, it ain't, it ain't no reason we should have gone out there and got beat a double back score five one one five. That's something you make a wish on. You feel me? Like that? You Dang. look at the stat sheet. Tell them. Tell them. Tell them what we rush. What we rush for. Tell them what Bro. we rush for. All right. So, you know, <laughs> when you when you watch the game, for those who watched, it was really bad. Um, particularly our offense versus their defense. Their defense looked like the 2001 Ravens or, you know, the the Great Wall of Defense. I don't know, bro. I don't know what they were, but they made us look like some little kids. Now, in particular, our O-line, um, things have been going downhill, like, little by little every week. But let's just, let's just, get, let's just get to the numbers, bro, for our, our rushing attack. Um, Okay. Leading rusher, backup quarterback, shout out Billy Edwards. Good dude. One carry for four <laughs> yards. Hell of a Our game. Our star, freshman All-American running back from last year, the show's friend, our dog, Roman Hemby, five carries for zero yards. Our two backup hmm. running backs each had one carry for negative three yards. Now, hmm. for, those, for those who don't know, in college football – Sack yardage counts against your rushing total. So they gave Talia eight carries for negative 47 yards. With our long carry for the game, mm. four yards rushing. And that was a grand total of 18 run plays that they designated for negative 49 yards. Mm. Now, that sort of thing, like that stat sheet right there, that doesn't happen when... Alabama plays Sam Houston State, or they're actually a, a FBS team now. So I'm going to just say, like, your Division II team, your FCS school. When you go play, you know, no, shout out HBCUs, but when you go play the HBCUs and you're one of the big teams, even, they have, even they have more <laughs> yards than that. Like, I don't, I don't want to pick on any one school right now because it happened to us, and we're mm-hmm. Maryland. We were, we were supposed to be the third best team in the Big Ten. We, we had – Per Coach Locke's quote, expectations to compete for a championship. And we got held to negative rushing yards. And our longest run was by our backup quarterback for four yards. Uh, That's actually terrible. Because if you think about it, the end of the game, they're putting in true freshmen. They're putting in redshirt guys. So for you not to even have rushing yards, like double digit, like, it's actually insane. <laughs> that means guys just gave up. They literally was like, Unstrap the the chin strap. Literally, just not wanting to play football because that's what that is. Even when we got blown out, we've been blown out by Penn State in the past. I have vivid Without memories of it. We still had rushing yards. We still had passing yards. We still like we played a game of football. We just didn't play a winning game of football. So like, I don't even know. Would you call that a game of football that they went out there and played on Saturday? It wasn't a winning game of football. What was they doing? 
Bro, I, I I don't know. Um, like how do you how do you address that in the film room? Like you know, like sometimes when you get late in the season and you're not you're on a football team that's not very good. Unfortunately, you and I have experience with that at different places. Like coaches will be like, "Hey, man, you know, we're two we and eight. We're two and eight. We just gonna <laughs> we just gonna flush this film. And we're gonna get ready for the next next game." Mm-hmm. Um, you can't do this with this team. Yeah, we were we were five and zero oh, a long time ago now. But we were once five and zero. We've lost yeah. four in a row, and we have three left. We got to get to bowl eligibility. Now we'll we'll talk about whether that is going to happen or not in a couple minutes. But how do you just go out there and not have any level of effort, any dignity about yourself as a football team? Now I'm I'm not going to call out dudes man for man and say they didn't try. Um, but we're a Big Ten football program, bro. Like. When we were out there for homecoming, we saw that amazing facility they sit in. Those beautiful lockers, the nice chairs, the super cool dining hall with all the good food, and they give you everything you need. What do we see, though? We saw that weight room. That weight room looked like a muscle head's heaven. A, pa- bro, <laughs> a palace to building the perfect body. Then they got RD, a great strength coach, who who I know has them boys putting in elite level got work us, in the offseason. He all got season. us right. Literally. Yeah, like where was that on Saturday? Like you don't you don't rush for negative yards. You don't have not one of your running backs net a positive rushing yard. If you have any level of pride as an offensive line. Bro, one okay, so one thing I know about O-line. O-linemen are annoying. They're going to do the most. They're going to block you after the play, even though they know the play's over. You could have made the tackle. They're going to jump on top of you like they blocked you. Like, O-linemen break down on pride everywhere I've ever been. They say, one, two, three, O-line pride. It's something about O-linemen that they got to be that bully, that that guy who's just annoying on the football field to the point where they're going to do those stupid little shuffle steps with their feet out wide and all that. They're going to do that all day. They're going to kick slide it. Bro, <laughs> O-linemen do not go out there and give up negative rushing yards. It just does not happen. Now, yeah. I don't know, like like I said, I don't know if they forgot what time the game started or what. Because, like, Talia's passing stats were actually decent. Now, it doesn't matter when you only score 15 points. The other team scores 51. Um, it also doesn't matter when, you know, you turn the ball over and you can't rush for a positive yard. Like, we weren't, we weren't really – doing anything of any substance for the vast majority of the game. But it just comes down to pride, bro. You got to have some level of pride about you to say, we're going to do something. Most times, accidentally, you can bust Literally. a big run because some some D lineman went to the wrong gap and now you you got a free block and the running back just hits it off, hits, hits it off your hip for 25 yards. That happens yeah. like once a game, every game, no, no matter what level of football you're at. We couldn't even get that. I mean, you're a running back, bro. Like, imagine you back there. I mean, one, n- none of those guys got very many carries, which that's, you know, that's got to be frustrating enough as a running back. But how does it feel to to sit there and know, dang, we couldn't gain one positive yard? It's low-key embarrassing because well, I remember when we were we, – we had our running back room – we didn't even think of like we we always uh, valued the O line and we were like all right O line's gonna do their job but it was on us like 
one yard, you always going to get one yard. Like, that's just a, a battle of grit and will. You know, you're going to have your plays where you get hit in the backfield, but the mentality as a running back is never take negative yardage. So to mm-hmm. see that level of consistency in negative yardage, it was like either the O-line was just laying down on their knees and letting everybody come through or or the running backs were just not really coming out to, like, play aggressively. One or the other, maybe both, but, like, negative yardage as a running back is, like, your worst nightmare, and it's it's a hill that you don't want to die on. So something got to give. They got to finish out these these last three with with something to go into the offseason smiling bro. about or to have to, to grin about at least. This this is my last hypothesis, and you know, a hypothesis is supposed to be an educated guess. This ain't very <laughs> educated, but this is the only thing left that I could think. Remember longest yard? You remember Paul Crew mm-hmm. was trying to shave points, and and the O line was mad at him. And so when he came yeah. back in the game, they just turned out the way and let let the flood. Get, let, <laughs> hey, they 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 let the guards go get go get Paul. It's got to be that. So, hey, it may not have been it may not have been Roman. It may not have been Colby. It may not have been uh, Littleton. Maybe it was the running back coach said something to the O line coach, and the O line coach was like, "Hey, we ain't, we ain't gonna we ain't gonna let that slide." I don't know what it was, but there's no way, bro. There's no way, but. We're going to move on. So, coming up, we got Nebraska, right? We, we got Nebraska in, in Lincoln. Now, obviously, Maryland hasn't been in the Big Ten that long. I think they probably went to Nebraska like once by now. One time, I think. Yeah. yeah. So, for those who don't know, you know, because we way over here on the, on the other coast, Nebraska, they're not very good right now. But historically, them boys don't play about their football. The fans in particular – don't play about mm-hmm. their football. If I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but they have the longest sellout streak in not football history, sports history. The way this <laughs> the way the story was told to me is that even in the worst years of Nebraska football, the fans are so loyal they buy the tickets to keep the sellout streak going and don't go to the games. But when they're even halfway decent, they go to the game yeah. and they're going to be 85,000 strong and it's going to be a sea mm. of red. Can we get it done this week, bro? Mm. I we don't know because folks done checked out. It seems when you get a score like that, folks really checked out and like, <sighs> we need six. I think everybody's rooting. Cause if you really want to be realistic, bro, the way that we've played in the past, going off of past history, where we won't beat Michigan and Rutgers, we we might not be Rutgers. You know what I mean? Rutgers Bro. is a, a good team that plays that plays good football. So it's like the way that it's looking. This Nebraska team that we're playing on Saturday is like that is the key to us making a bowl game and playing a, another game this season. So mm-hmm. I don't know to go to go from almost being a Big Ten contender to not making it to a bowl game is like crazy. So I think that Coach Locks Sad. is going to corral the guys to to go to Nebraska and get that dub, to go to Lincoln and pull out a W. It might not be pretty, but I think they're going to try to get that dub. It's going to be a very nasty, gritty game for sure. Mm-hmm. So quick quick tale to take, bro. So, you know, I already laid out how Nebraska doesn't play about their football. Obviously, they have Matt Rule as their head coach, right? You know, revived mm-hmm. the program at Temple, went to Baylor, did the same thing. Went to the NFL, yep. didn't really work out. So he's, you know, he's back in college at a at a, a place that paid big money because they 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 don't yeah. play about their football. But as far as roster goes, bro, they had 
they had the quarterback, I think his name was Jeff Sims, transferred over from Georgia Tech to start the season. Wasn't playing very well, got benched. Uh, for those who watched them play Colorado, Colorado kind of put it on them. Uh, yeah. You know, and Colorado lost to Stanford, and we don't want to lose to the team that lost to Colorado. We did we did lose to Northwestern, though, so I'm, I'm going to stop throwing out those excuses because we, we don't get to talk. <laughs> but at the end of the day, they're 5-4. and four. They need a win to go to a bowl game. We're five and four. We need one to go to a bowl game. As crazy as it sounds, though, they have even more motivation. Three teams are tied at three and three in Big Ten play on the west side, including Nebraska. And if Iowa loses, four teams will be tied at three and three. So potentially, they're still playing for a Big Ten West championship. What? Hey, those boys ain't coming in here to mess around. Or That's we're crazy. Not, we're not. Yeah, bro, bro. The Big Ten West is weird because none of them are very good. Um, unfortunately, That's crazy. But they need to reshuffle that. Cl- that <laughs> that's oh yeah, insane. I mean, all, all that, all that's gone in twenty twenty four because yeah. there's no, there's no more East and West, and then you got mm-hmm. USC and, and LA coming in. Um, but so look, bro, LA. they they the the backup quarterback for Nebraska came in right now. He's now leading them in passing and rushing. Mm. Now, you may not think that's very much. He has more rushing yards than the Roman Hemi. Mm. And he didn't start the whole season. And he's the quarterback. Mm. Mm. I don't know if that says more about him or more about us. <laughs> more about in- us. Yeah, our, our inability to get my dog Hemby going. Um, that's pretty sad, actually. When I When I just read that, I was like, there's no way. I was like, wait. Four, yeah, he showed sure us. He has 30, 36 more rushing yards than Hemby does. That's insane. But, yeah, I, I still agree with you, bro. Everything that we've just said, you know, even including all of that, we can't lose. We can't. Um, there's just no way. Like, you know, I watched Coach Loxley's uh, press conference after the game the other day, and everyone's asking him, like, you know, what kind of happened to this team versus the expectations you you laid out to start the season? And, you know, he talked about the Penn State game. He said, he said, look, we are not what they went by. They won by 36 points. He said, our talent is not 36 points worse than Penn State, but they played like it today. Um, yeah. And basically what he, what he was saying was is he's got to find out why the talent and the guys that we have on this football team have not played up to expectation. Um, early in the season, like what we, we talked about, you know, we would get down early against inferior competition, but then we would bounce back. We would make mm-hmm. splash plays. Talia would do something that would get the guys ignited. Defense would make a play. That, that has disappeared in the last month. Like they got to find it again. Even if only for one week, they don't, they don't have to find it for this the next the three games. Yeah. Bro, this, this is the one. Cause like you said, Michigan, Eh. Rutgers, you the boys look good against Ohio State, and they've yeah. looked good all season. Their their quarterback is making some plays, and Coach Ciano does not play around. For those who remember when Rutgers joined the Big Ten, Greg Ciano don't play no games, bro. And yeah. in one year, he's got them boys believing that they can do it. They went toe to toe with O State, better than we did. We're right there at the end, to be honest. I, I, I think it was like a ten point game or something. Like it was, it was down to the wire. So yeah. you're talking about, you know, this being the best of the three opportunities to win. Um, 
but they got to show us something, bro. Like I don't I don't know where to start uh as far as like who they can lean on uh offensively or defensively because it feels like all the juice has just been been removed from this team. Like all the hype that we had it's just it's just died like I would say slowly, but it, it's been a, it's felt like a pretty fast last four four games, five weeks of real lifetime, but it hurts <laughs> right now. It bro, like it just yeah. hurts. I, I'm upset. I am so upset thinking about. Yeah, it really what just depends was. on what how like how much the how much the boys want to continue to play football. If you want to play football into December, get you some nice bowl gifts, get you some more film, whatever matters to you. Because if you're playing mm-hmm. football at and on the collegiate level, you're making a commitment. Like that is your life. You spending hours of your days in the football house watching film. Um, at games, at practice. So it's like you care to some extent because if you didn't, that'd be insane, right? So if it matters to you, whether it's bowl gifts, going to a bowl game and having that experience, whether it's um, trying to get more film to like, you know, boost your draft stock, whether it's trying to, you know, play in a, a game against another another good conference team or a team that's out of your conference, like whatever it is, or whether you're a coach trying to prove that, you know, the season might've been a wash, but we're going to end on a victory. Like everybody has a, a different motivator. So mm-hmm. whatever that motivator is, every single person on that team and within that organization needs to lock into that motivator this weekend and get the job done and go and beat Nebraska. Cause if not, it's going to look very rough for the, the remainder of the season. Imagine going on a, what? How many losses? How much? It'd of a be seven. Are we on it'd be seven games? in a row if we don't win. If we don't win a game insane. in these next three, it'd be seven straight <laughs> losses. After that's historic. After being after being up what five. 10, 10 on Ohio. Yeah, up five wins. But Jeez. I'm saying like literally go within the game of where they lost. Being up ten at Ohio State uh, in the second quarter, and just, oh my god, bro. But you you you, you, you make have- such a. Go ahead. You have to get a sports. Ther- I, I say if if that happens, you got to get a sports therapist to like do a case study Bro. on the team at that point because it's like on paper it just doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Like nope. even like how can a team be so talented and then turn to the literally flip the script? Like did they was it something in the water? There has to be some case study that's done on the this Maryland football team. If this, is, if this is the case, bro. But yeah, it's ridiculous, fool. But. That's that's what I have to say about it. Everybody got to lock into their specific motivator and get the job done this weekend. Otherwise, uh, it's going to be a rough remainder of the season and rough offseason, realistically. Like, I could see some big Bro. administrative changes being being put in place if if that's the case. So, And I don't want that to happen. So, No, nah, yeah. bro, you, you, made a, you made a really great point, though. Like, either, either they get to a bowl game, right, and you have something to look forward to, or... The next time they're they're doing anything football related for the guys who are coming back is winter conditioning. Mm. Anybody looking forward to that? Anybody looking mm. forward to six a.m. mat drills? Coaches talking to you about the next season that's eight months away. Like, Mm-mm. bro, what you, you did that the last nine or ten months to get yeah. to this point? You like like you said, if you got anything about you, bro, you gonna you gonna find a way to make it happen. Um, and for the dudes who are seniors or, you know, you don't know what your situation is, this might be the last football you play, like, ever. Mm-hmm. Ever, ever. Bro, you got you to gotta, you gotta have some pride about you, bro. But uh, in, in, some, in some lighter news, bro, or I guess <laughs> just to make things a little lighter, speaking of, obviously, we, we, we were on rough teams before. You know, we went through not this bad, 
We went through a smaller drought back in 2018. We were on a team together. But, like, one thing we did, bro, is we were and we were going through some havoc off the field that was so far out of our control, it, like, can't even explain it. We yeah. made things fun and light in the locker room, bro. Like, we had a good time. Whether it was folks freestyling <laughs> at the lockers or <laughs> folks pulling out the gloves. But I don't know what it is about football players. I, I mean, I, I do. It's the competitiveness. It's the aggression. And everybody think they got hands. <laughs> bro, everybody wants to pull out boxing gloves and thinks they're Floyd Mayweather or Mike Tyson. Now, the funniest thing about locker room uh, fights in particular, ain't no weight classes. Ain't no weight so, classes. <laughs> so you got, hey, sometimes you're going to have Tyson Fury versus Floyd Mayweather. Bro, we were, we were talking about it earlier, bro. Talk about when my dog, Fleet, one of your running back mates, Ran up on, bro. How big was Breon at the time? Big Breon got he was about like close four, to four hundred. Four hundred, four pancakes. Four hundred, bro. All I remember, <laughs> I was I was in the shower, bro. I heard y'all yelling. All I remember is coming around the corner, and it was like bink, bink, bink. Fleet caught Breon <laughs> with a three piece, something so serious. I, I didn't times, even think he bro. fell. I don't know, but bro, those were some good times, bro. <laughs> Those are some good times. It's, it's so funny because I orchestrated it because I was like, man, losing every week is sucking. So, like, how can I lighten the mood? And I'm like, hmm, I'm going to grab my boxing gloves from my crib. I went in my little chest, grabbed them, and I put the gloves right in the middle of the of the locker room right there. <laughs> and everybody's just looking around. And, like, of course, who, you know, hey. Brian, Brian, the big, uh, uh, like, he, he always was out there. You know, he'd be that type yeah. of guy. So he go, he go grab the gloves like, man, what's up, man? Who trying to see me? And, of course, Fleet like, what's up? So the, <laughs> them boys started brawling. That was the funniest fight. I, it wasn't even a fight. That was the funniest match or whatever you want to call it that I yeah, ever seen. it. But it, it, it's a good way to keep the, the morale on the team high because at the end of the day, you're playing a game, you know, so – it sucks to lose and it sucks to like week to week be having these disappointments, but you still want to have fun and like keep the essence of why you're there. It's a brotherhood. It's camaraderie. Y'all are, y'all have worked so hard in these off seasons in these summer workouts. This is supposed to be the fun times. So just doing little stuff like that with, with your team is a great way to keep the morale high and like keep the focus away from like we're losing and we have all this pressure on us to like, let's just go out there and have fun because when you have fun, everything else works itself out. So I think that the guys in that locker room should definitely just try to have fun with each other, do the dumb stuff because that, that dumb stuff is like, that's honestly what leads to wins. You, the, the the people who win championships are the ones that have the most fun, not the ones who are mm-hmm. like every day, super locked in, iron, like yeah. uh, freaking, uh, what you call it? Your mouth tight, no smiles, no nothing. It's the folks that's having fun out there because that's what it is at the end of the day, a game. Without a doubt, bro. And like, I think definitely what you don't realize when you're young and when you're in the moment sometimes is like, bro, you you may have a couple more years or you may be, you know, going on to the next level. But that team at any given year, you can, you can take this for any any point in your life, that team will never be together again once that season mm-hmm. ends. So anything you have associated with that team, those games you played, those winter workouts where you was you were fighting tooth and nail with the running back who you were about to have to go battle with for the starting spot in training camp, bro. All, all of that stuff is so special, and you'll you'll never get it back. And you you never yep. know when you're gonna be done playing like all together, bro. And then you're gonna be you're gonna be sitting on the couch 25 years later telling your son, "Hey, son, I was back there with with Jake in the locker room, and we were we were throwing hands like it was 
you know, 1994. I don't know. Like, but you, you just you just don't know when that stuff is gonna be done for you. And yeah. like I said, at some point they all become memories, and you don't have anything left, you know, to actively do. Like, you, you can't put the shoulder pads on again. So mm-hmm. it's it's definitely it's definitely nice if you know you're able to to embrace it more while you're there. I feel like you know we've we've now graduated to the point where we're like, dang, all them old heads used to come back right. Them boy, mm-hmm. bro, every every old head who come back and speak, what's the first thing they say? Hey man, enjoy it while, while, while it's here. We said it to hey, him. It's, yeah, it's, hey, look, pretty soon it's gonna be over. It's gonna be over. It's gonna be over, but you're gonna have to have to learn how to file taxes. You gonna have to buy furniture. <laughs> Folk, folks, ain't no not not everywhere is a furnished apartment. Like, exactly. Damn, hey, That's facts. Real life problems. Real yep. life problems, bro. So it's it's important that that you know those boys. They enjoy it while it lasts, man, because it, it really does come to an end at some point for everybody, and mm-hmm. you gotta have you gotta have a good time, bro. And there's no reason they shouldn't. Like they they should be having an even better time because they should be better than five and four, and they should mm-hmm. be talking about, hey, man, we going we going down to Miami for the bowl week. We are gonna be in the Orange Bowl, yada yada yada. But here we are, man. We gotta we gotta go steal number six in Lincoln. So uh, yeah. you know, hopefully hopefully we can make it happen. I don't know. We'll see. We'll talk about it next week. <laughs> Hopefully, we're smiling. <laughs> that is that is the truth. Hey, that's that's one thing for sure. We will be back yeah. next week to talk about it. Whether it's the good, the bad, or the ugly, we're gonna be here. And uh, no, sure. appreciate y'all tuning in. Keep rocking with us, and we'll see y'all next week. Check check Turns you later. Out.